Welcome to our newest adventure for first responder wellness. No one fights alone. In-depth conversations about mental health and culture in the first responder space. We're joined by your co-hosts, Austin Pedersen and Brad Shepard. Austin, my friend, we're back again with uh, another exciting episode. You ready for this? Absolutely, man. I, I think that, uh, you know, I think we get pitched as a treatment center. We get pitched apps all the time. I know that departments across the company or the country are, are getting pitched these apps now that are supposed to be these, you know, trend setting solutions to uh, connection and, and peer support and all of these things. But from what I've heard, and, and I'm going to learn more just uh, like the audience today, but from what I've heard, Lighthouse, um, our guest today, uh, Joe Ramirez is one of those top notch apps that is actually doing the right thing. And they are connecting people and making it uh, easier for for people to talk about mental health, to talk about trauma, to to connect and to you know debrief critical incidents and, and whatever it may be. But I'm excited. Well, I've known our uh, our guest today for a uh, number of years now, and love this guy. So I'm going to welcome him on because I don't want to waste any more time talking about what we know about him and let him fill in the gaps on what a great resource we got. Again, Joe Ramirez, Lighthouse Health and Wellness. Joe, thanks. To- Thanks for coming on the No One Fights Alone podcast. Yeah, guys. Thanks for the invitation to, to join and share what we're working on over here. I appreciate it. So I hear birds chirping in the background. Joe, where are you? So as, as of today, I believe where I can tell you exactly where the, uh, the Ayers Natural Bridge Park in Wyoming, the dead middle of Wyoming, I believe. We're on uh, day 25 or 6, what did you say, of uh, supporting, if you guys aren't aware, look it up, uh, PTSD 911. It's a film uh, directed by Conrad Weaver that he Dave, uh, premiered last year at the cops cops out in November meeting. And it follows a police officer, a firefighter, and a dispatcher in their journey through, you know, struggling with PTSD from what they've learned from their jobs. And it's an amazing film. And we've sponsored the film. And now we're sponsoring Conrad, the director, who's doing a coast-to-coast cycling tour with uh, his friend John. They are cycling from Astoria, Oregon, to Ocean City, Maryland over the course of about a couple of months. And we're out here sponsoring him and providing support for it and trying to take it to great awareness, but we're trying to drive the action after the awareness. And that's a, a big thing for what we're trying to do. But yeah, it's pretty horrible. I get to, you know, <laughs> hop off the side of the road in locations like this throughout Starlink and jump on a call. So it's a- For listeners who may not see, we're looking past Joe and seeing an absolute beautiful scene of trees and rock cliffs and uh, clearly, he's in some type of park with his beautiful uh, van mobile, something behind him. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I've known Conrad uh, Weaver for a long time. I first I met him when he first started on his uh, PTSD 911 uh, journey. Absolutely amazing film documentary. But I'm really glad you pitched that because it's a fascinating, uh, fascinating endeavor he's on there. But let's get back to uh, Joe Ramirez and Lighthouse uh, yeah. Health and Wellness. What uh, Tell us a little bit about this resource of Lighthouse Health and Wellness. Yeah, so Lighthouse Health and Wellness, um, we started it about three, I guess three, almost four years ago now. We're a public benefit corporation. Our mission at its core is to ensure that every public safety agency in the nation has the ability to connect its employees and those that support them. So we're talking, you know, sworn, civilian, family members, volunteers, anybody that's in that agency's orbit, confidentially and anonymously to health and wellness uh, information and resources. Um, we do this through a pri- couple of primary methods. Anybody right now today can download the Lighthouse Health and Wellness app from the app stores. It's absolutely free. 
Um, it's a resource library, about 60, 70, you think of mini WebMD for first responders, self-assessments that people can take, all completely confidential anonymous and links to some, some national resources. Um, but more importantly, we work with individual agencies to develop custom applications that are only available to that agency and that agency's employees, family members, again, um, that connect them, do, do all the same things, but not only includes resources that we have, but the resources specific to that agency. So everything from their local clinicians that they may work with, their peer support team members, uh, connections to their EAP information, programs that are available, all those things that someone might just not raise their hands. You know, when you're sitting in briefing going, oh, hey, I got that, that flyer for that, uh, that treatment center you guys were talking about you want to recommend, giving them somewhere at any time of day, you know, again, confidentially, completely confidential, anonymous, that they can go to get those resources. Um, to date, I want to say we're past 400 agencies now that we work with our largest agencies, LA County Sheriff, uh, DEA. So, you know, folks that are in the 15 to 25,000 size. My favorite are the small ones though. So Stallion Springs, California. I believe uh, chiefs at three full-time, two reserve, and two volunteer civilian staff members. That's an incredible resume uh, for uh, Lighthouse Health and Wellness app. So, so if I was if I was asked to maybe uh, some detailed questions about that, you said you can detail out specific to an agency what some of those internal resources are. So when you say the app's free, if you detail it to an agency, you're talking about offering internal resources specific to that agency. What let's let's dive into that. What does that what does that look like? Specific details for somebody that might be asking. And I'll tell you so that our apps as, as a public benefit corporation. If I didn't mention that, our you know our mission as we bring revenue into the organization, that revenue gets funneled on doing things that help support this broader mission. As of today, I think less than twenty five percent of our agencies pay us to do this. So we will develop at no cost a custom app for an agency. Uh, we don't want to let money stand in the way of an agency being able to put, in most cases, stuff they've already paid for, or me as a taxpayer somehow has already paid for them to access it. We just want to make sure they know it's there. So for any agency, in fact, DEA and LA County Sheriff have budgets, but we do this program for them for free as well. Um, we've got two paid programs, um, and really our paid programs, I won't get too deep into them, but and I'll get into what the apps do, but it's great. We can put an app in, the, in your hands. Right? We can give, give you this tool, but at the end of the day, wellness is a people-driven business. What we know makes sense is by being able to have, you know, and no one-size-fits-all solution either. You know, how many different agencies? I mean, you guys work with individuals. There is no just, hey, here's a checklist of things that I'm going to use on everybody in this exact format and this exact step. So our two paid programs, um, and they're not very expensive, um, $2,500 per agency and $2 per employee per year, or $4,500 per year per agency and $4 per employee where we will give you a virtual advocate and an on-site visit for the 4,500. So we will have a person who has been a past public safety employee, someone who has walked the walk, you know, who, who knows and who did something significant in the wellness world before they came to us in the public safety world. We'll work with that agency over the course of a year to help them evolve and grow their wellness programs above and beyond what the app itself can do. Because you really, at the end of the day, it's the people. But, you know, back to what it does is, so I'll go through what a typical agency may have. So you've got an agency, you'll open up your app, the agency's logo, it's their own icon on the screen. In it, we've got our library of resources. So that shared library across all, all agencies, anybody can get into that through our main app or through their individual apps. But then we work with that agency and take every bit of information that they have. So in most agencies, we'll have a button that's 24-7 assistance. 
Um, you know, for law enforcement specifically, usually it's cop line, or I know we've got a couple of other regional based toll free, you know, support crisis numbers that people can call anonymously. We'll feature those in there. The agency can choose what they want to put in it, but typically they've got a, you know, I need help now button. Um, then I'll click the call, click the email, you know, one, one, one touch connecting them with a resource. Usually they'll have a link to their EAP information, um, you know, whether they use that necessarily or not, you know, they'll have their EAP info in there. Um, we know get a lot of use with agencies that do have peer support team, being able to put all the contact information for the individual peer supporters, the bios, you know, people can see, hey, who am I going to go call and talk to in bigger agencies, you know, especially where they've got some choices and being able to say, okay, you know, I'm not, I'm likely not going to see this guy today. I'll, I'll reach out over here. Um, but again, that's all click to call. We never see any of this information. It connects them directly with their peer support. Um, and then, you know, they'll go through and think of all those flyers, all that stuff that you got in a briefing, right? That was, hey, hey here's this. Thing. Oh, and it could be as simple as, yeah, the gym down the street has got a discount. Here's the flyer. Here's this. So all those things that are around health and wellness information, we will work with that agency to craft it put it in their app. So it's at their folks fingertips, um, you know, at, at any moment. So one of the really cool things is now we're being able to put in tools to our apps that allow the peer support teams to do their job. So better enabling them to connect with their resources, to get the tools and resources that they need, because it's the people that make the difference. And a peer supporter who is going to, you know, have that initial contact and say, hey, Joe, you know, hey, put this app on your phone, buddy. You know, this is that. I know you probably saw it, we talked about it in a briefing, but I want you to put on our app and here are these resources, here are things you can go to, you know, and be able to direct folks to it. But more importantly, be able to give the peer supporters resources. So they might have a login. So I didn't mention earlier, nobody in the agency ever to log in. We don't want to know anything about an individual. They just open the app and away they go. Um, the only thing we track in aggregate is stuff looked at. An agency can see in aggregate their own data, but that can never be tra tracked back to an individual user. We even wipe our server IP logs every 30 days. So in we, I've, 10 years, I've been working with public safety, knock on wood, I've never been subpoenaed to provide any kind of underlying data. But in this case, even if it did get to us, by the time it did, there is no data left. We wipe it all every 30 days. Um, but the peer supporters, they might have a login. So now as a peer support team, you've got a tool that you can communicate and coordinate with your peer supporters when you're responding to an incident. You know, and, and usually when you're responding to an incident with your own agency, you're kind of doing your day job too. You know, you're actually responding to the incident. So being able to give them a place where they're able to coordinate that's not getting lost in or in the way of responding to the incident, uh, able to do things like, you know, catalog the contacts. You know, how do we how do we get more money for peer support? Well, we got to show that we're being used. So you don't put the you know, we don't know who you contacted. but you say, yeah, I had a contact. It was this topic. And, you know, you're you're keeping track of those and say, oh, we just got a uh, you know, we, we just got a, uh, a facility dog. Hey, well, you know what? Since we got the facility dog, we've tripled our contacts with people who are coming in and talking to us. So we know that program is making sense. So being able to do things and tools that, that enable the people who are actually doing the frontline work when it comes to wellness, which at the end of the day is really our peer supporters who are out there in agencies, giving them some tools as well included in there. So that's some of the exciting other components that we're working on with it. So that's absolutely fascinating. The, the if, if, if I'm going to kind of set this up for you, and I'm sure there's a, uh, probably you have maybe an elevator sales speech, uh, but I, I'm I've, I see that you can frame this out in a couple of different sales. So I, I, we oftentimes have a variety of listeners. I'd like you to frame this out uh, talking to um, the 
the wellness people, but also how does this benefit executive level decision makers, the people in the budget? Do you, can you give us any feedback on that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Number one, being able to start with something that doesn't require budget. You know, so since we have the ability to do what a lot of the other app companies are out there able are selling, we do that at no cost for agencies. And we probably you'll probably get into these. How do you do this? Why do you do that? How's it no cost? What's the hook? You know, th there isn't, and we'll get to that. But being able to put it in the hands and show usage, number one, right? So hey, this thing is actually being used. Number two, especially when you have your peer supporters that I just mentioned, if you've got a peer support team, or if you are an individual in an agency. I think more so looking, how do I justify this to my leadership is probably the case. You know, if you've got a leader that's already interested in this, you're going to find the few thousand dollars to do an app or do whatever someone's going to go do. But, you know, as a, you know, as the head of wellness or that sergeant who's been doing peer support, trying to run it for, you know, 10 years, trying to find it, being able to give them that actual data and usage, you know, is going to make a huge difference when they need to go justify it for, hey, we, we need funds to do this. And we know we've got X amount of usage, you know, and they can break down and I hate doing it. You know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I don't like having to put money to this stuff, which is probably why, you know, we're not a great sales organization. I'll mention we don't have salespeople at all. So when I say an elevator pitch, that's hard for me to do because we've just kind of done our mission and put resources in hands and we're getting 20 agencies coming to us a month right now joining. And it's the word of mouth from the agencies that's doing it for us. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, the numbers are right. You, you save one person, you get one person help before they do it. You know, I'm sure you got a lot of other people who come on and pitch what, what's the cost effectiveness of doing this. And I just, you know, I think you can say that, well, life is priceless, you know, but then you can't go put a price to that life. So you got to go in one of the other directions. I'm, I'm horrible. You know, I run the company. I'm the founder. Everybody that works with me thinks I'm crazy because I won't pitch it. You know, I explain what it does and, you know, we want agencies to try it, put it in your hands, hit the button, you know, try us out. I, I started this with a, with Oklahoma city fire long, long ago. And, you know, we're free. And he said, how do you do this? And I said, well, I've got some other technology. We've developed it. It literally costs us a couple hundred dollars to turn a basic app on for most agencies. I just can't justify charging thousands of dollars when our goal is to keep somebody, you know, frankly, when this started, it was, you know, grants to prevent suicide. And if you've got money to prevent suicide for our public safety folks, I just couldn't justify taking thousands of dollars for something that cost me a couple. So as we started from, from that, I had a Oklahoma City Fire uh, called and he's like, Joe, I like what you're saying, but I don't, I don't know, you know, how, how do you do this? What's the catch? I said, sir, there's no catch. And this was, he was one of our first agencies. And I said, well, sir, I'm, I'm not a firefighter. I'm not a cop. I don't have a bunch of money behind me. All I have is my reputation. And you guys aren't in industries where reputations, you know, if I, if I don't do you well, you're going to let people know and I'm not going to exist. Anymore. And he just started laughing and kind of went with me. And we've, we've stuck with that as we've grown. I, while we were just talking, because as you're talking to me about it, I just happened to download the app and it took, you know, 10 seconds or so just to just to take a look and see what the resources are that's available I mean, how did you how did you put together these resources? Are they vetted by you? Or are they just word of mouth, like by community? Yeah, so absolutely. So how we came about and how this whole project started was I wasn't in the wellness. But I'm a technology guy back in the day. That's how we can produce this stuff. Um, if I left my last job, I would probably be running a little website called WebMD would be in the portfolio of things that I was running. You know, so I've run big technology stuff. Um, and about a decade ago, I thought, man, these apps might become a thing. So I built this technology that made apps and somehow stumbled in 
the push notification out to the community that something's going on. Um, you know, just two-way, one-way communication, sending, uh, sending a tip to the police department stuff. We got into some internal apps. And because of that, I got invited to um, the 100 Club of Arizona wanted to build a pair of apps. And if you, for those that don't know what the 100 Clubs are, typically they're organizations, nonprofits that provide um, financial assistance you know, at their core in the event someone is injured or killed in the line of duty to the family or to the, to the, uh, to the public safety employee. Arizona is on a whole different level. Um, they are super proactive um, and they wanted to build a set of apps that they were able to provide anonymous access to all the police officers, police departments and all the fire departments. So they went out to bid and we came in at 5% of our nearest competitor. Um, I'll, I'll let that part be, but we actually made money at this tiny little number compared to what everybody else was trying to come in and charge them. And I went out to just build these apps for them. I, cool, you need a wellness app, I'll build it. Sounds like we can go do it. And that really, op that project with them opened my eyes to the need for this in public safety. You know, I mean, as a citizen, just, yeah, I would think you guys see some stuff when you're doing your jobs. You know, right? Like, yeah, it makes sense. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, wow, you guys see some things. But you don't really take a minute and think about it and go, wow, if I saw this every single day, day in and day out, and, you know, I won't get into the, to the fun nature of being in, especially in law enforcement today, but how much this can impact you, you know, it just kind of opened my eyes with that project working in Arizona. The second part was, so we debuted the project and I'm just sitting at the table as the tech guy. And these chiefs are coming up going, I want it, you know, previously, hey, 100 Club, you guys do an amazing work. It's very weird for me to have police chiefs coming up and thanking me for anything. And I'm like, oh, it's those guys over there. I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm just setting this stuff up. So we kind of demo the app. And as they came up after them going, you don't know how much we need this. You know, and just the sincerity in their eyes and just their tone just saying, this is, you know, and that just awakened myself to, okay, yeah, wow, th this might be, you know, this wellness thing for public safety might be a thing. And we did it for the state of Arizona. I'll just jump back to what my previous history kind of was. And I was like, well, I kind of used to build giant, manage giant websites connecting individuals with wellness resources. It's kind of what we do here. Um, and it just, that's kind of how Lighthouse fell into place. So long answer to your question of how do we get the resources in there? The resources to date were all vetted as we developed it through Arizona to start with. Um, that was about three years ago. Um, I'm very excited to say now that I think I asked the Oprah asked me, what, what do you want to introduce yourself as? And I said, just founder of Lighthouse. We're in the middle of a big transformation, uh, growing as fast as we are, that I'm bringing in new management. Um, so there's going to be a new CEO. I'm going to have a new COO. People that have done some pretty cool things, some doctors who are coming in. We haven't announced all this yet, so I'm not going to get into the, the nitty gritty details of where it is. But Right now, everything has been vetted by clinicians, professionals, depending on what the topic is. But we're super excited to be building our own internal team of folks that are going to be doing this going forward. You know, Joe, I, I, I've known you for a while, and I, I feel like I know a little bit about your, your personality. And, and it's, it's, it's coming out in this conversation. But I, I want to back up here a little bit and just highlight, man, you're you're offering such a great thing. And you, you even narrated that some of these chiefs are really emotional in their appreciation of what you're doing for this community. Um, man, tell us what's, what makes you, you're a humble guy. And I know you don't like bragging about yourself and you know, you don't really like offering up. You're doing something amazing here. Uh, what, what drives that? Yeah, I'm out. 
I'm out on this road trip with my amazing girlfriend, Yvonne, who's wandering around taking pictures of me doing this, you know, and I'm honestly trying to figure that out myself. I, it just came to be, you know, I didn't serve, you know, it wasn't in public safety, but I really get to benefit from what y'all have done out there. And to me, as a citizen, as a taxpaying citizen, it's a bit shameful that we don't do more to help. And for me, this just seems like a natural way to, to give back. And I don't know how, how much more beyond that. Joe, I just want to say on behalf of the, the community, uh, you're doing a great thing. Uh, you know, I've seen this grow. I've seen, I've watched you grow. I, I, and, and I think you're, again, I'll say you're being humble in spirit because I think you're, you're so inclined to this community that you've been accepted readily uh, into it and just said, Hey, yep. come on. I'm back. Uh, we want you, we need you. You, you've just become a part of this, uh, you know, because you, you're, you're now just, you're all over. You're, you're, and I love the way you uh, orated. Uh, it's not Joe anymore. It's Lighthouse Health and Wellness, which is, that's a difficult thing to rebrand or, or build a brand, uh, if you will. So, and th- that on behalf of the community, thanks for what you're doing. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about what's kind of in the background right there? Do you want to, you want to, because that thing is one <laughs> badass looking mobile. What is it? Absolutely. Tell us. Absolutely. <laughs> so I screwed up in one of my early pitches in doing this to a to a company and said, you know what I think we need to have? You know, we really need a Red Cross for public safety. Now that organization goes around introducing Lighthouse as the Red Cross for public safety. So I said, oh geez, okay, we gotta we gotta up this even a little bit more. And and the concept of that being, so I got mosquitoes flying around here. Um, the concept of that being is it's not just we've got to bring the resources to folks when they need them, not wait for them to come ask. And over the, my left shoulder back here is our first mobile response unit that once we're done is going to be based out of Orange County, California, where I am. And it's going to be utilized to support, you know, Southern California, so LA, Orange County, probably Riverside, San Diego agencies. When they're responding to incidents, we're going to be out there working with agencies who we already have, you know, relationships with providing a environment that has water, coffee, internet access, you know, phone charging and a place they can sit and do debriefs. So, and just being there to assist the responders as they're responding to those incidents. And that's one of the things I think we we fail pretty readily at is you guys go, you know, some big natural disaster, you know, or big critical incident happens and all the first responders go in, well, their families are in that community too. You know, they've got all the rest of their life happening. So what we want to do is start building a more proactive response to be able and let them do their jobs, but bring tools and resources to them, you know, in those incidents. So we'll be doing that. We'll be supporting peer support teams as needed in Southern California. So if they want to go out and do an event, we'll bring the, we'll bring the, the unit out, be able to support them. Um, as we launch apps, just talking about wellness within an agency, you know, we'll get a little, a couple more folks probably asking, what is this lighthouse thing if we park that? in front of the station (laughs) or the headquarters, you know, as people are coming in and out, we'll get a little bit more just, you know, marketing within the agency itself. But more importantly, we're going to use it to then be able to engage with the communities as well. You know, so we've talked to some uh, like Huntington Beach, we may have going out for, uh, you know, they've got the uh, U.S. Open of Surfing. They've got a giant air show where they're all deployed, but being able to go out and be a part of that event, not only supporting the responders who are working, but being able to have conversations with the community about what is this, what is Lighthouse for Public Safety and being able to advocate on behalf of the responders that, hey, as a community, we need to do more. You know, talk to your mayor, talk to your representatives. You know, do you know about these initiatives that are happening? You know, and trying to give them the awareness as a citizen that I have. Um, 
so that's kind of our first foray into that. And this was likely, hopefully, going to be the first of many of these across the United States as we continue to, to grow and, and really focus regionally. So um, as kind of, as I said, we're a public benefit corporation. So we haven't figured out the exact number of agencies, but it's a pretty small number of agencies that we need. I'm talking 50, 75 that are on one of our, our lower cost paid plans in a geographic area that becomes justified for us to fund one of these units as well in that area. So, you know, being able to find clusters of agencies, we're actually talking to a few states as well now about how do you, you know, potentially work this. Um, but just bring, the concept of, of bringing wellness to our responders, not waiting for them, you know, to come to it. And, and more broadly, you know, Lighthouse Health and Wellness is also going to evolve into Lighthouse for Public Safety. And as I mentioned earlier, healthier responders make for healthier communities. But the, the reality of it is, is you guys don't have, they don't have time to be healthy in their jobs. You know, most of our major cities are 20 to 30% understaffed. I'm talking at least law enforcement wise, you know, trying to say, Hey, go be well. Well, you know, they're just trying to keep, you know, keep, keep the job going. You know, they're working overtime, they're doing extra shifts. There's a lot going on. Um, so being able to also produce, make wellness a part of the job. You know, we've got to give them tools and resources to increase productivity and incorporate wellness into everything that they do. Their training, you know, hey, their technology that they use, it's got to be something that's part of the day-to-day -day job, frankly, or it's, it's only going to be used, unfortunately, when I think our world is where we're used to dealing with it is at the crisis mode. You know, we're always going to need to do that and be there for the crisis, but we're not going to make any changes until we ingrain wellness into the day-to-day. -day. So as, as Lighthouse evolves, we're looking to be creative with other ways to do that through education, tools to help them do their jobs, um, you know, in-person trainings, you know, a lot more than just the, the app company is what we're growing. Joe, this has been an absolutely uh, fantastic discussion on what you got going on and your passion and uh, specifically you. If somebody wanted to dive deeper into this, maybe they've never heard of Lighthouse Health and Wellness, where where would you steer them? Where, where, what would be some first steps? So just first step, Lighthouse, uh, lighthousehw.org. Contact us um, and we'll reach out and happy to chat with uh, anybody that's interested, specifically agency-wise or within the public safety space that wants to know more. Um, we're also going to be launching the back of the, the RV back here, you can't see, is the Responder Assistance Project. So responderassistanceproject.org. Um, is a place where we're trying, as I said, turning awareness into action. If you're an individual, you know, if you're working in government, an individual that wants to know how they can help, a company that wants to say, hey, I've got a business, what can I do to help? We also want to drive a lot more of that. So responderassistanceproject.org for anybody who's not, you know, within a public safety agency specifically looking to, hey, we want to develop our program. We'd love to chat with those folks as well, because that's kind of the second half, I think, as, as we evolve, you know, Lighthouse evolves beyond Joe. That's kind of where I'm focusing next is trying to take what I learned as a citizen and go talk to other companies, individuals, govern, you know, government, you know, governing bodies and advocate more for more of the resources that we need for our folks. So don't feel you just have to be at a police department, a fire department, dispatch, corrections, you know, anything like that to reach out to us. If you want to know more about how you as an individual or your organization can help support our public safety folks and, you know, make healthier first responders to make healthier communities. We'd love to chat with anybody. Great message. Hey, Joe, I, I really want to say I appreciate it. And I love bringing on resources like this because this is what it's about. Once again, you know, uh, I, I looked over the app while we're on here and I just say it's an amazing design. I love the 
the fact that you you put so many resources at the fingertips of people across the country and and you you're in it for the right reason right and that's that's a rare thing and it's really cool to uh get to know you and your your app a little bit better and um i just want to thank you for coming on and and telling us more about it so that people across the country can just keep getting better i mean that's the goal overall absolutely and you know anything we can do the last thing i'll leave is you know we never want to let paywalls stand in between people and access to resources that are readily available you know so you know especially those smaller mid-sized folks that don't think there's anything that anybody can do for them those are the folks we love to be able to reach out and help um, so um, thank you guys for, for for inviting me on for all the great work you're doing and you know being able to touch those individuals share your stories you know personally as well you know brad what you're what you've done we're working on like it's that's what makes a difference you know it's hey hey buddy i've done it you know so come on let's let's go together and as much as i can do with technology you know i said earlier on it's people-based so finding and connecting the right people to spread the right messages is, is what you guys are doing and you know for, for what i do thank you for continuing to spread the word about all the other great resources and what you guys do as well. Appreciate the opportunity. Joe, I, I really appreciate you coming on. And, and, uh, and, and I was just actually commenting to Austin uh, this week that uh, how much I appreciated your friendship. I, I'll never forget turning around and kind of coming out of Chateau's turning around, seeing you and Doug there, man, it was such a great sight to see some old friends and uh, what a blessing that was for me that day. So, you know, this has been a true pleasure to have you on and talk about uh, such a great resource. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you soon. Yes, sirs. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe. Chateau Recovery is a 16-bed treatment facility nestled in the foothills of the Wasatch Mountains in Midway, Utah. Chateau's First Responder Resiliency Program is designed to treat the unique challenges and issues that first responders encounter in the course of their careers. Chateau's comprehensive and highly individualized approach to treatment addresses more than just the presenting issues. It addresses the why. Each of their seasoned, trauma-trained, and culturally competent therapists utilize evidence-based, specialized therapies to treat trauma at its core and enable clients to begin the healing process while developing a resilient and healthy relationship with stress. Chateau Recovery is trusted by departments and agencies from around the country to treat responders and veterans. In fact, it is one of only a handful of facilities nationwide that is vetted and approved to treat members of the Fraternal Order of Police. For more information, or to speak to a representative, go to chateaurecovery.com or call 888-507-5031. No One Fights Alone is also sponsored by First Responder Trauma Counselors. First Responder Trauma Counselors are subject matter experts in proactive behavioral health care for frontline workers through their National Peer Support Academy. This 40-hour all-badges, all-uniforms, and all-scrubs educational experience helps to create caring, honest, and empathetic peer support relationships with your fellow frontline workers. The FRTC National Peer Support Academy is taught by actual first responders who have gone back to school to become culturally competent, licensed behavioral health clinicians that teach from lived experiences, not just theories from books. This fast-paced, immersive educational academy will not just change your life, it will help you save the lives of others. For additional details, visit 991overwatch.org or call 970-222-419-3. This could be the most life-changing academy you'll ever attend.